I'm Elise Lasky, a senior video director here at Kramer. And I'm Trip Underwood, a creative director at Kramer. And at Kramer, we work with so many incredibly fascinating people from all over multiple industries. We have so many great conversations, many that are just too good to keep to ourselves. So now we're sharing them with the world. Right here from Kramer Studios. This is Pivot Points. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Pivot Points. My name's Trip Underwood, and I'm a creative director here at Kramer. Uh, Kramer works with a lot of companies across multiple industries, one of them being healthcare. We are a Boston-based company after all, and that's a big part of what happens in our backyard here. Um, and today we're going to discuss working with those particular healthcare clients, because healthcare is different for what we do in terms of marketing um, than other industries. It's it, it touches everybody, everyone experiences health at some point, you know, uh, hopefully your experience with the healthcare industry is limited, but regardless, we all know what it's like to be a patient. And there's a certain amount of responsibility there for us as marketers. You know, this is not, you're not selling shoes, you're not selling um, trinkets, you know, this is something that that really important and, and people's lives can, can change because of it. So it requires a certain amount of thoughtfulness and respect for the content that I think really transcends uh, the industry. So um, we have a unique approach for that. And to discuss it, I am joined by Jill Petrie and Sarah Santos, two Kramer creatives that specialize uh, in healthcare, part of our Kramer healthcare team. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Trip. Thank you. And uh, two people that I have had the pleasure of working with in the past as a, as a member of, of Kramer Healthcare. This is a little bit inside baseball. So uh, speaking of which, let's get down to it. Uh, we do have a unique approach that I think is uh, very thoughtful. I'm particularly very proud of it. We built it together as a team. Uh, I'd like to unpack it for the audience here. So um, when it comes to healthcare marketing, what are some things that that we do that Kramer does uniquely that really kind of helps sets the stage and guides us through the length of a project? Right. Sure. Right. Well, we really try to um, first understand the audience, where we're meeting the audience. So um, in the kind of marketing that we do, sometimes our audience, it may be patients, it may be parents of patients, it may be healthcare providers or other professionals within the healthcare spectrum. So from the very beginning, we want to understand who we're speaking, who we're speaking with, who's that main audience, and is there an area where um, they need further education because they're overcoming a milestone. Maybe there's a hurdle or an obstacle in their way, such as taking medication over the long term and they're hitting a certain side effect that they're afraid of. Or is there learning that's going to help them better treat their patients Mm -hmm. down the road um, when we're talking to clinicians? So we really try to understand where our audience is at. And, um, you know, sometimes we do that through primary research, through focus groups or one-on-one interviews, that kind of yeah. thing. And um, Sarah knows I do a lot of secondary research, a lot of work in um, either whether it's reading publications and literature or it might be social listening is really important. Yeah. And what a great way to tap into the patient mindset that wasn't available to us X number of years ago. <laughs> I'm old. Um, but it's a really amazing way to even just follow a hashtag and start to see what the conversation's building around it a is, certain disease. I, I worked in healthcare prior to coming to Kramer. And it's amazing how much more healthcare literature I like. The fact that I read New England Medicine Journal, right, right, <laughs> often for someone that is really not that smart. It is, right. it is, it's really fascinating. And, and just to speak, the, the wide range of, of audience 
um, is very challenging, but I think also very rewarding. The fact that you're speaking to somebody at the education level of a doctor. Right. All the way down to someone that might be 18 years old and just taking care of their, their own health care for the first time in their lives and right. are really scared. It's, it's such a wild spread of audiences that um, – As marketers, it keeps you on your toes, but I I do think it's interesting. Totally, totally. You know, I'll just say to that point about the widespread um, audience that we reach out to, you know, at the same time, we're also considering that people might all be absorbing this information on a cell phone, on a train to work or school or something like that. Um, and that people have a higher expectation for the kind of content they mm-hmm. want to consume. Yep. So is it short form or is it something more in depth? You know, we really have to be sensitive to the fact that, well, everyone's um, health literacy might not be at the same yep. level. Certainly their um, content consumption and breaking that down um, and how they like to consume information and how they like to, um, you know, review that information is kind of sophisticated, more sophisticated than it's ever been. Like yourself reading yes. the, you know, medical journals. Well, and, and also consumption style. You know, in, exactly. in traditional marketing, we talk a lot about, well, you know, not everyone is a reader. Not everyone watches videos. Mm-hmm. Not everyone learns this way, how you learn that way. And it, it's an important conversation in all of our marketing. But I, I think in healthcare, um, I, I know this team has been um, much more studious about that, that idea of this is really important and we're going to write it because it's very important. But there are people that who's just reading literacy or the, mm-hmm. their comprehension in the back. So how can we visualize that? Can you talk a little bit about the process of, of trying to visualize important um, content to make sure we're hitting all possible learning styles? Absolutely. So Jill and I work very closely together <laughs> most most days, which is awesome. It's a great part of my job. Um, and she is a queen of content, and, and for me, it's visuals. Um, and really, we collaborate from the beginning, going back and forth on that. Because even when she's at the early stages of scripting a video, for example, or outlining um, a piece of marketing material, I start getting in there mm-hmm. because really I need to be thinking about what is an approach that we can take this visually that's going to help whomever that um, recipient is understand as best they can and often as quickly as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it helps when she's starting the like that script or the bones of something um, that I can get in there and try to pitch some ideas to her for where we can take things creatively because often we will guide one another um, in the process. And it, you're such a great partner because sometimes I'm dealing with a lot of data, charts, graphs, and I'm trying to build a story and I can get very stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of know how that story I can outline it, but it's still too dense. And Sarah's a great way to push through and kind of bring that idea of, okay, let's just, you know, take it to this idea just kind of helps that story flow, gets rid of, I might carry in too much depth. And she knows kind of that line of that's too far. Let's bring it up a level visually helps me to kind of bring that storytelling up as well. Exactly. Slapping because Jill and I are both writers. (laughs) So (laughs) you and I suffer from the same thing of like, oh no, this is a very important story. It has to be this long. And then you bring it to someone who Sarah is like, have you tried doing it this way? And I could cut this entire paragraph with one image. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Well, and so it's awesome having the opportunity to work back and forth in this collaborative way, because often, as you know, we can't, you know, we can't cut a word or that sort of thing. 
But really what we're trying to do is layer information in the best way possible. So sometimes you're hearing a voiceover, you know, in a video, for example, you're hearing a voiceover and you're seeing a, a charter graph and the voiceover is not reading line for line mm -hmm. for you. It's pulling out those, those highlights. Um, and, you know, of course, we're also always trying to layer in something that just like you would for any marketing, is grabbing attention, is keeping um, the user engaged, is keep, you know, delighting them if that's appropriate, you know. But um, there's a lot of things layered in there to kind of get what we have to tell them, get what we want to tell right. them, how we want to show it to them um, all together. In, in the end, it looks easy, but the work oh. to get there, and we <laughs> just did a very dense medical presentation for neurologists. So, you know, we're, we're talking about breaking down complicated science. They already know the science of neurology, but we were doing it in immunology. We were presenting some COVID data mm -hmm. to neurologists. And um, just the layering of, you know, my first script was medical. It talked about SARS-CoV-2. It talked about the BNT-1283. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name. The pfizer BioNTech vaccine that everybody got, yes. you know, so many people got um, during the, the COVID pandemic. Well, I'm using language like that, and I had to say, wait, I don't need to say SARS-CoV-2. I can say COVID-19. These are neurologists who understand their craft. They have a ton of medical knowledge. But if I can provide a little break in that ear where they don't have to do that translation of, mm -hmm. oh, what's the, um, you know. What's Pfizer versus Pfizer, Moderna. Yeah, or what's, versus you know. Moderna. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If I can give that little break, and Sarah does that visually. If I can layer that kind of content visually so that there's that they don't have to absorb everything every time. And it's pretty masterful. Um, it's a, you know, the, the work of kind of the layering. You, we know how to do yep. it from the what goes into a VO, what mm -hmm. goes into on screen, what goes into a footnote. She does that from a visual perspective and it looks effortless. Um, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, like medical professionals are people too. Uh, right. they, they are, exactly. They're vaulted in yep. our society as they should be. They're incredibly intelligent people. But at the end of the day, Every person, regardless of your uh, academic or educational background, likes clear, consistent, understandable communication. Now, at times, how clear you can get is difficult due to regulatory or there are certain things that just need to be phrased a certain way, and we dance with that. But I, I do think one of the, the areas in this industry that is lacking is people forget that medical professionals are people and that some mm -hmm. of the rules of good marketing apply to them as Absolutely. well. Right. You just need to dress it up in a certain way. And right. I, I think that's nice. Um, speaking of regulatory, that is also another, as somebody that has review processes for all the marketing I do, none are more dreaded than the uh, healthcare or pharmaceutical review board. Because you have doctors, you have lawyers, you have lawyers that are also doctors. You have... Uh, grammaticians, I find often. So <laughs> yes. talk to me a little True. bit about um, mm -hmm. what goes into a review process for, for a healthcare client and, and how you approach that as, as two people that have worked in this field for a while. Like, what are you thinking as you make? And then how are you pivoting as you're getting feedback from, from those boards? Right. Talk about being in your own head. I mean, <laughs> you must feel like this too. Every word that I write, I scrutinize. Yeah. For, I scrutinize it. Is it medically accurate? Is it going to cause any legal issues? that I can foresee, I can't always know. And then is it within the bounds of the regulatory environment that we're playing in? So I scrutinize everything. And then when you're done, 
does it read well? Because you check all those boxes, done, it might be like, oh, this is right. great. If you're a robot, right. this it, is perfect. Exactly. So, and I feel like, again, having a really good, solid creative partner helps with that. Nice. Of, you know, it's all there. Now let's punch it up here. Or right. let's do, or maybe the give back happens more in a design and creative mm-hmm. layer than it can in the content. You don't always have room to play in the content, but you might have places that you can help it be more readable, yep. more interesting, or just visually a little bit of a break. So I'll, I'll always, um, because Jill and I are such good friends, <laughs> you know, Jill, can we say this instead of this? You know, and often if we can, and it is better or yeah. makes sense in any kind of way at all, you know, she says, sure, or actually, okay, I see what your problem is here. Like, let's rewrite it to this. Um, and then there's just times where it's like, we have to write is- that. We have to say that. We have to include all that information. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, then yep. we deal with that. Right. Um, but we rules. want it to be, you know, we have a great respect for everybody that is, you know, has their hand on our pamphlet mm-hmm. or is watching a video or is reading our websites, you know. Um, and we want them to, we don't want to make them do any extra work than they need to do in their lives, you know, be it a patient or or a HCP or anyone in between. Um, we want to give it to them as, as best we can. But it does help that we, you know, we're always reading things out loud. We're always going back and forth with one another. Um, and Jill, you know, keeps it very honest and, and is very strict about things. But, you know, we push it. And I will say about that regulatory process, you know, we have a very, very good track record. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're kind of the A-plus students yeah. <laughs> of getting things passed, and we do not want to raise flags. But there have been times actually recently where we go, listen, this is a tough um, thing to explain. The client is actually still struggling with how to get this story out there, how to get this across. Let's push the envelope. We're, we might yep. raise some flags. You know, we might it might be this difficult kind of bumpy road, which – Again, we like to get the gold star and, and <laughs> sail through these process as quickly as possible. But sometimes it does take um, once or twice going through, you know, to, to really get it down. And we're really helping mm-hmm. our clients. You know, I think that's when, when yeah. we're bringing the most value yeah. is when we're really kind of pushing the envelope because it, it's not easy to communicate everything you need to right. say. And, you know, if you... If you go online, this is like a quick aside, try to read instructions on how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, for example. You can get completely lost in the weeds on that, right? Because if you're reading 20-step directions on how to make a peanut butter and jelly, you will probably possibly do it quite wrong. (laughs) Uh, So there is a thing about, you know, we need to to give them all the information, but, but how? Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah, yeah. and I think that um, definitely we also will partner with the um, – we have great great respect for our audience. We have great respect for the regulatory and medical mm-hmm. bodies that are doing the work. Absolutely. And we really try to listen to the feedback mm-hmm. that they give. But the other part, and, and I know you as a writer – very little is not intentional on our part. Yes. Right. We generally can say why we made the decision we yep. made. Might not at the end of the day be the right one, but at least if we have that opportunity to say, this is why we did it, this is the bigger context, sometimes we can get a little bit of that Absolutely. leeway that we're looking for. And I think what, what you two do well is that because you know the rules so well, you can kind of find those ways that you can push it up a little bit and try to not even I push the envelope sounds like you're trying to be provocative. And I, I don't think that's the case. I just some of the work I've seen you do, it has more of like a lifestyle feel while still getting the information mm-hmm. across or, oh, this seems like a place where we can actually have a little fun with this. 
what might that look like through this lens? And I think just understanding that review process allows you to elevate and stand out um, the content you're doing from the others that are so similar. Right. But, I mean, I think Thank so. You. And we, <laughs> you know, I think when we're, when we're speaking to patients um, who live with a chronic disease, mm-hmm. you know, fun is just, is that the right word? We sometimes say, could we be playful? Could we, yeah. could we delight them? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. that's what we say. Can we delight them? Can we just give them a little something that takes a little bit of the heaviness away or mm-hmm. delivers the content in a different way? And I think that's another, um, another thing. And, and I think that's what I love about some of the work that, that we do here at Kramer is that we kind of, again, both be a healthcare professional or a patient is like, think of them as people first and then whatever labels we're assigning to them as their marketing persona secondary and how can we use that to create Better, better market. Right. The the one other thing that is such an advantage to Kramer too is that Sarah and Sarah's a, a a creative generalist. You're you and I are you know generalists in the content standpoint. Strong. I have a strong ex- experience. You do too in healthcare. But sometimes we can go to masters of their craft here. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing a video and we think it's going to be some way, we can go mm-hmm. to the video team that are masters of their craft and they're going to rethink it in a way that we didn't even know was yeah. possible or animation. And that also having that opportunity to sit with experts here and talk through our ideas and come back with something totally different. We have definitely done that on the video side for sure. Absolutely. Of like reimagine things and they're so much better because of it. So it's really helpful to be able to have that audience here at Kramer, the teams here at Kramer to go to and hear pitches, get ideas, get yeah. new. It, may, it keeps it fresh, mm-hmm. that whole idea of things not looking outside so thinking. right. Yeah. Absolutely. So we look outside of healthcare, yeah. right? You can bring it in in the appropriate way. Right. Um, and that is, you know, at Kramer, very easy to do. Wealth of, wealth of talent here, different ideas, and, and a lot of, and, and, you know, people that, that care about what they're doing. So I think it, it makes it very easy. Totally. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. This has been an excellent conversation. It's fun to, to, to dish. I know we haven't worked together in a while, but I think we will be again. We have some more oh, we do. healthcare yeah. clients yes, coming our way that we're excited about. So uh, thank you so much for everyone listening and watching. This has been another episode of Pivot Points.